It's Friday. You know what that means. Another edition of a full episode of the Red Pegasus podcast. Glad you're here with your ears full in spirit, listening alongside Martin and I as we continue along this fun, exciting journey of this independent podcast. On today's edition of the show, we're jumping into Dallas's best speakeasies slash secret bars, how to get into them, Um, an Indiana Jones update, yeah, it involves Harrison Ford, how about election season right around the corner, yeah, we're not really into politics, but we'll jump into this just a little bit, you know, just because election day is November 8th, and uh, yeah, that's right around the corner, Um, and then as always, some Sugs and Rex, which is short for Suggestions and Recommendations. Stick along with us. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the Red Pegasus Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. Back behind the mic again. Going two weeks strong so far. This is the third one. I think we're doing pretty good since the hiatus. Yeah. Like like we said, we're, we're back, baby. Yeah. We we're back. back and not leaving again unless someone wants to start a family or grow their family. Then we're out again for a couple months. Okay. But, babies uh, come first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Babies and families come first. Yes. Um, um, yeah. So last episode, we were talking about the state fair and uh, just kind of all the fun facts that go on at the state fair. I'm still mind blown about the amount of ketchup that's used on Fletcher's hot dogs. Uh, that is a lot, people. That is a lot. You know, there's a thing called mustard. Yep. Thing called ranch, yep, relish, mm-hmm. other condiments out there. You don't need to use just ketchup. Yep. Um. Anyways, so question of the day, bringing this back. It's been a while. Yep. Q O T D. Uh. Question of the day today is: What is the weirdest dream you've ever had? <laughs> I like this one because yeah. well, mine isn't necessarily weird. It's more creepy. Okay. But it's like a weird reoccurring dream that I get every now and then, and I have no idea why. Um, you want to go first? I'll let you go first, because you have a more okay. specific, in-depth one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I'll let you go first. Mine's a little more broad, just because I can never remember my dreams. Yeah. So I'll let you handle that first. All right. I need a, It's also, kind of, I guess, like perfect timing for Halloween season. Um, so I might have to put some scary music underneath me while i'm explaining this yeah all right so like i said this uh mine isn't necessarily weird but creepy and recurring dream that i tend to always have so it starts off with me peeking through this like tall grass and i'm like splitting the grass and i can see through and then i see this lake and on the like left side of the lake i see this old wooden house that's just really small it's not like a shack or anything it's a little bit bigger than a shack but it's like an old wooden house i'm with like three other people we're all wearing backpacks i have no idea why we're here i've never been to a place that looks like this before so this is just weird that my brain creates this dream all the time um but then somehow we get to the house and we enter the house and inside you know how when you burn wood, but it's not on fire anymore, I guess it's got kind of have some like embers, but you know how it's like that white and gray and black charcoal type of uh, uh, texture to it? Mm-hmm. That's what the inside looks like. 
and no one's home it's basically abandoned there's like one recliner chair there's like an old style tv tube tv and um <laughs> i know i know you've had this dream multiple times multiple times Dude, this is so weird and they well, it just creepy. happens randomly too yeah. like i'll just wake up and i'll be like wow i had that dream again that's so weird i wonder what it means <laughs> And when I said how the small house was small, it is small. It's like this is the living room, and then there's one doorway that leads to this bathroom. And same thing, looks the same exact way. It's kind of like burned down, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there's this tub in the corner, and then I'm just like <laughs> me and these three people who I have no idea who they are. My brain just remembers people that I've passed by, I guess, in, in my life and has put them in my dream. And then I like, we're all like exploring the room and I look in the tub and I find this like rag doll and then that's it. And then I either wake up or I move to a different dream. It's so weird. And of course, like I explained this in like two minutes, but in my dream, of course it takes forever. Oh yeah. But it's not scary. And necessarily, like, I'm not scared in my dream. It's not a nightmare. It's just this dream that I've been having since, I think, middle school or high school. And I'll just have it every couple of years. I'll have that dream again. Same process. Peek through the tall grass, see the lake, arrive at the house, find the doll. Bam, that's it. Every time. It's so weird. It's so weird. And it just happens, like I said, every now and then. Um... Yeah, it's just so weird. Have you ever tried to like journal it and try and unpack it and maybe find out if it's like prophetic or anything? Um, <laughs> trying to dude, prophesy imagine, something over your life. <laughs> imagine. I have no idea. And that's so weird. Why I would guess, it be recurring like that? I know. And like I said, I'm not, it's not like I wake up and sweat and just like, <gasps> like, what was that? I, yeah. I'm not scared in my dream. I'm not right. scared when I wake up. I'm just like, oh, there it goes. It happened again. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. It is so weird. But uh, I had another dream that I was going to share, but it is way too long, and I'll probably <laughs> show. I'll probably show you after. It's it's got. I, at one point, I was just having the most crazy, ridiculous dreams, and I was, and I remembered a good amount of them. Yeah. Because every time I wake up, I never really remember any of my dreams. Huh. But yeah, I was like, "What the heck That's is weird. going on here?" That's so weird. Yeah, that's mine. Mm. Okay. So, hey, if you know what I'm dreaming about, let me know, please, because uh, <laughs> that would be very helpful. That's crazy. What about you? Do you one have these, a weird... I feel like one of these days you're going to live it out, though, and you're going to be finally like, okay. That's what I think, I'm yeah. here. I recognize this place. Something's about to happen big. You know, it's like that, you it's know? dark. I mean, it's nighttime. It's like cloudy. It's a full moon. My, you know, I know you can't really see necessarily in color in your dreams, but like... It's like my brain is telling me like, yeah, it's dark outside and like you can't see color in your dreams, but like I can see the walls in the house and they're, like I said, it looks like a charcoal house. It's so weird. I I have no idea. It's crazy, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I love, I love how I'm, it's like, um, who's the one that lives in the water or whatever? Jason? Oh yeah. That, so it's kind of, I guess if you could think of a lake like that, that's kind of how this one is. But it's funny because I think, like I said, I'm with these other people. We have backpacks on, like if we're camping or hiking or something. Mm-hmm. And it's always the same exact thing. 
I'm just like, what? And I don't talk to anybody in my dream, so it's not like I can recount any conversations. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. That is strange, dude. All right. My dream. I have trouble remembering my dreams. I feel like I dream every night, but I wake up the, the following morning and I don't ever remember one thing about it. But I remember it being like amazing or terrifying or, you know, very extreme yeah. one way or the other. But I never remember them to tell them because my yeah. wife's always like, you were talking a lot in your sleep last night. Were you dreaming? <laughs> I like I was, but I don't remember about what or who was there or anything. But with all that said, I do have one in particular that happened pretty recently has no rhyme or reason, no context. It's like yeah. a dream, you know, they, how they typically are. I was, I woke up, or not woke up, I, for, the first thing I remember on the dream was me flying in an army helicopter <laughs> with every Brandon I knew in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> not even knew of. Like, there was an NBA star, Brandon Roy. He was sitting there. I'm like, okay, here's my friend, <laughs> Brandon Hadley, who I've known for years, yeah. sitting over there. And here's my friend at my church right now named Brandon Wash sitting over here. I'm like, why are all these Brandons right? Here's a, here's a church leader named, he's a pretty iconic church leader named Brandon Lake. And he's sitting over there. This is so weird. That <laughs> is very weird. We were flying. We were all in army gear. And we were flying in this army helicopter. We land down some, it looked like a desert country maybe like it was like it was in the middle east or something yeah and say what you want about brandon and say what you want about the army but everyone on the helicopter except me was named brandon and (laughs) (laughs) and we we land and we're in active a military zone yeah like we were fighting we're shooting guns (laughs) and everything we're all running in a little pod and we're going around fighting getting bombed things going off left and right yeah and we're just trucking along and um, because I don't remember the in, the full in-depth parts of my dream. I just know like the broad moments. Right. All I remember is we getting separated in like twos and I'm with the Brandon who's the a NBA former star. NBA player. Yeah. yeah. How do you know? <laughs> Were you in here? <laughs> Did you see me go away with him? <laughs> and um, we... Didn't get blown up, but we got bombed. Yeah. And I woke up from the dream. And that's huh. all I remember. And I've been waiting for another dream to happen with all the Brandons. Yeah. And I've even reached out to a couple of those Brandons be like, hey, did you ever happen to have a dream with me lately? Just to make sure we're not like coinciding or yeah. coexisting in another world. Um, but no, negative. Uh, I don't know why I had a dream with all these Brandons. <laughs> but we went to war and I probably ended up dying in a bomb. So. Wow. I guess it's a terrible dream at the end, but it was definitely funny at the beginning. Yeah. Like, mm. Thank you for your service, man. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. No problem. <laughs> I knew it was going to be the the freaking NBA star. I just knew it. I was like, yeah, that's the one he's he's uh, splitting up with. It'd be funny, though, if you reached out to that Brandon through like Instagram or yeah. Twitter DMs, and yeah. he's like, you're Darian. You're the one that's in my dream. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's the only other Brandon that's dreamed the same dream. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh man, man. It was, yeah, it was a wild dream that I woke up and out of all of them, I don't know why that's the one I remember. Yeah, maybe it's just because it was just the the weirdness of the all the Brandons in my life that I knew of. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the same place at the same time. I uh, so weird. I'll like get a, a obsessed about certain things every now and then, and at one point it was dreams, 
And I remember talking to Sarosh, Austin, and Asai, uh, friends of ours, oh, and Vinat, friends of ours from uh, high school, mm-hmm. who were eating at Burger Island. <laughs> and uh, we just started talking about dreams. And I'm pretty sure I brought up this dream that I had. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I brought that up to them. Be like, dude, I have no idea what this means. But um, that's so crazy that you had that dream because yeah, so that's, that's the thing that people say too is like if you dream about someone they're also dreaming about you or something like that yeah i've heard that too so it's funny that you actually try to reach out to them but yeah. they, they were like nah bro i'm good i didn't have a dream like that <laughs> like dude you're crazy no <laughs> it wasn't me <laughs> all right before we get going i'm gonna jump into some gummy bears sound good yeah go ahead do you like gummy bears no i'm good wait what i mean i like gummy bears but I don't I don't want any gummy bears right now. Okay. They're black forest, so juicy, so good. So juicy. Organic. I'll have one. Okay. My hands are clean, I promise. Um well well here, you go ahead and enjoy some more gummy bears and we'll give a quick note from our sponsors again. <laughs> so once again, shout out to Crossbar Soccer and Beer for hosting us in the awesome studio that they've built here. Check it out. They have an amazing beer selection from just about every brewery that you can think of that's in Texas. Um, indoor soccer, they have different leagues going on, women's, men's, over 30, beer leagues, co-ed leagues, anything that you can think of they've probably got going on. Uh, they're also doing Ultimate Frisbee um, on Saturdays mm-hmm. about every two weeks. If you follow them on socials, you'll be able to figure out the dates for everything that they're offering here. Food, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can get food and drinks here. Um, World Cup is coming up, like we've said before. Mm. What a more perfect spot than uh, Crossbar. They've got many projectors. They've got many different channels that they can uh, pull up so you can watch any of those matches. They've got an awesome projector that they just uh, installed a couple months ago that they're going to be using as well during the World Cup. I, I'm just getting tired of like yeah. saying what they what all they can offer because they offer so much. Seriously, mm-hmm. check them out. Um, check out the studios as well. It's a little branch off of Crossbar, and uh, they can live stream events for you. So check that out as well. Again, what aren't they offering you at this point? Um, also, check out our social medias: Instagram and Twitter at Red Pegasus Pod, Facebook the Red Pegasus Podcast. Any one of those pages, you'll be able to find a link in our bio where you can go to our merch and um, even some of our other platforms like Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or podcast, iHeart, Pandora, all the good stuff. And uh, yeah, don't forget to share the podcast with friends and family, uh, rate and review on whatever you listen to, and we appreciate all the love. Yeah. You done with the gummy bears? Yeah, dude. All right. Looks Appreciate like you, dude. We're holding it down on the mic. <laughs> we are hopping back in. Okay, here we go. Speakeasies. These are popping up just about everywhere now. Yes. We talked about them a couple months ago, if not a year ago. And uh, now I feel like they're just coming up everywhere. Yeah. So um, Darian found this great article, Dallas Speakeasies. The best speakeasies slash secret bars and how to get into them. So you want to take over? Yes, absolutely. So that's crucial here. How to get into them because they're known as secret bars, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because speakeasies birthed during the Prohibition era in the early 1900s when alcohol was outlawed. But people still had to get their drink on, so they created secret bars. Well, 
alcohol is not prohibited, but people are still creating secret <laughs> bars around here just because <laughs> it's the cool thing to do. So we're going to go over a few of them um, and talk about how to get in them. And then we even have a map pulled up to tell you where they are exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Martin, I'm going to go over this one first. The Bronco Room, cool. the Bishop Arts area. Yep. Um, <clears throat> it is stop by first come first serve seating. Do you have where, exactly where that one is? Yeah, this is going to be uh, near Bishop Avenue and uh, West Seventh Street. Okay. Um, yep. So right in the heart of Bishop Arts. Yep, yep. If you're like driving on Davis, you'll you'll come around Bishop Avenue and you can find Seventh Street from there. So yeah, Bishop Arts District. Perfect. It's in the back of the Chimichurri Restaurant, which that's what most of these are going to be. Yeah. It's just a separate satellite bar in the back of another restaurant. Some will have creative ways to enter. Others won't. Like this one looks like you just walk back there. First come, first serve seating. The Bronco Room inside the Chimichurri Restaurant. Next up, we have Lamina. It's in the village area. Yep. This is over uh, on the other side of University Park. So the other side of 75. Uh, near Northwest Highway. Um, so if you're driving like around Greenville and Northwest Highway area, you'll be able to, uh, it's like in that general direction. Okay, cool. Good to know. So it's in the Dre Hotel over there. Um, the Dre. Lamina is a Mexican food restaurant. Um, and to enter this speakeasy, you have to ask for the, uh, the code to the hidden bar from your server after dinner then they'll walk you toward the neon tequila sign in the back you'll see a keypad next to the stainless steel refrigerator door and that's where you'll enter in the code to enter in the speakeasy hmm. at lamina in the village dallas looks like they have a large selection of uh tequilas and mezcal nice so that's cool uh next one is room 520 in downtown yeah buddy this yep. is uh near pearl and commerce okay Smack dab in the middle of downtown, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it is... There's also a secret bar here. It's uh, on in the Sova Hotel right there. Opened last year. You ask the front desk for keys to room 520, which isn't a guest room, but a cocktail bar hidden in plain sight. Hmm. Once inside, you'll find drinks with Japanese accents, like the Nanzenji with sake, mint, and citrus, or the Jion with smoke-infused Japanese whiskey. Campari and bitters. Sounds nice. pretty good. You got to reserve ahead of time to get here. Reserve at the restaurant or? Yeah, you have to reserve to get to this place. Oh, okay. It's not first come, first serve seating. Oh, okay. Yep. But it's pretty cool looking. The vibes look immaculate in there. Next up is the Magnum in Grapevine. Yeah. In the Hotel Vin. This is right next to... Why does this say grapevine? This isn't grapevine. Oh, it's not? I mean, no. Grapevine-ish? I don't think so. It says it's uh, down just south of Dallas Luffield. Oh, weird. Yeah. It has grapevine on here. Um, It's off of Empire Central, so if it's in between Harry Hines and Denton Drive, a.k.a. the okay. airport. Okay, yeah. Off of Empire Central. Gotcha. Yeah, they're reservation only, and... um. Says it's attached to the Harvest Hall food hall. Hmm. Um, and you make a reservation at the Magnum. It's an eighteen seat bar be accessed by placing a call from the phone booth outside the hidden door. 
So, yeah. Whether it's in Grapevine or by Love Field, you got to... <laughs> there's your information on how to get in. Reservation, phone booth. These are pretty cool how to get in, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is really cool. It's creative. Uh, next one up here on the list is Blackbird Society in Deep Ellum area. Yeah. Is this correct? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this okay. is correct. Cool. This is going to be off of Main Street in between uh, Crowdus and Malcolm X. Okay. Sweet. Um, you have to reserve via talk? You ever heard of that? Reservation? No. I've Avenue? never heard of talk. Me neither. Um, Blackbird Society is an intimate bar serving cocktails and snacks. And the latter can be accessed through a bookshelf inside the former. Um, Another Japanese whiskey place. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, this is another creative way to enter in. You have to find a ladder outside uh, in the restaurant of Neon Kitten to find your way into Blackbird Society. By the way, that's talk as in T-O-C-K, not... I thought you said talk. Like oh, yeah. T-A-L-K. Yeah, yeah. Talks. T-O-C-K. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one up on the list is Akai. A-K-A-I in the Arts District. So just north of downtown. Yeah. So this is uh, off of Pearl-ish again and close to Woodall Rogers. Okay. This too is another Japanese-inspired bar. Um, you take a stroll through their kitchen to get to the back. I guess you just have to ask for that. So no yeah. particular special way to get in. You just ask. And you have to text a specific number for a reservation. Wow. Yeah. This uh, this drink that has a picture of a drink, of one of the whiskey drinks. Yeah. The cube, ice cube, is a, like a Japanese character. Oh, like, wow. Uh, That's crazy. Like writing character. <laughs> That's crazy. Looks like a $25 drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it does look like a 25 dollars drink next up on the list is apothecary in lower greenville i feel like i've heard this before or i've heard of apothecary in general yeah yeah this is off of greenville avenue you're gonna it's kind of in between uh orem street and lewis street it's kind of uh in the pocket but if you're driving on greenville you'll see it there okay this too you have to reserve through talk I think this is a speakeasy reservation platform system. Probably. Because I've never heard of it. And here it is for the third time on this list. Um, <clears throat> not much to this one. You just go into the restaurant and you find an unmarked door that's dimly lit. Hmm. And then you're into their uh, bar area. So I'm sure you can just ask away when you're in there. Nice. Like I said, you have to have reservations ahead of time. So plan it. Next on the list is Ponytail. Also in Deep Ellum area. Yep. This is almost right down the street from Blackbird Society. Okay. It's off of Main Street again, closer to the Malcolm X like intersection. Not much to this one. No secret, no creative way to get in. Stop by first come, first serve seating. They're saying um, it's Trick Pony. has doors right on Main Street, so you can't really miss it. Mm. If you find that, you can find Ponytail no problemo. Um, next one on the list is Bourbon and Banter in downtown. Right? Statler Hotel Lobby? Yeah. Down the street from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm still on Ponytail. I was reading it. You're good. Um, so Trick Pony, I guess, is one of the bars mm-hmm. off of Main Street. But uh, Ponytail 
is a bar within a bar. Oh, okay. So okay. it's stashed behind a nondescript door in the back of Trick Pony. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. Because that place looks massive. Yeah, it looks huge. <laughs> yeah. A lot of seating for first-come, first-served basis. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so uh, Bourbon and Banter. Yep, next one in downtown. This is off of Commerce Street in between St. Paul and Harwood Street. Yep, and it's in the Statler, the iconic old school Statler Hotel lobby. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it already has the aesthetic of the 1950s and 1960s. Yeah. Um, is housed in what was once an on-site barber shop. The bar's covert cred is supplied by a phone booth that opens a hidden door. Inside, the couches are inviting, the shelves are lined with bourbon, and the cocktails range from strong and straightforward to visually striking and hands-on. Nice. I'm definitely going to have to go to some of these places. Available for reservation only. Oof. Sounds pretty cool, though. Next on the list is Yellow Rosa. Yep. Deep Ellum. Yep. This is the trend. Off of 30, it seems like. 30 and Malcolm X Boulevard. Um, apparently there's an unmarked door next to Basic Taco um, that will have you enter Yellow Rosa. No special way to get into here other than the nondescript entrance. Um, so yeah, it's available for reservation only. Cool. Next one on the list is Rare Books in Frisco. This one's been around yeah. for a while. I've heard of this one before. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's the old phone booth gag. Do you have the exact location? Um, I don't have the exact location, but it's near Dallas North Tollway and Lebanon Road. Okay. So kind of by the by the star. Yeah. Just north of the star, I think. Cool. Um, yeah, this one you have to have... Uh, you approach the red phone in the back of the J. Theodore restaurant... And dial the librarian to request entrance. You'll need to give a password before the door opens, but don't worry, you were born for this. The password is posted on Instagram and Facebook each week. Cool. The swanky room hosts live music, and the bar stocks its shelves with a few hundred whiskeys. You'll never run out of things to do. First come, first serve. No reservation needed. Nice, nice. All right, looks like we got four more here. My page would load. Next up on the list is At Water <laughs> Alley. This one's in Uptown. Right? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So it's off of 75 and Monticello Avenue. Okay. The door off of that street sports a double A logo. For instance, At Water Alley. As the only hint, you reach the right place. That place in an alley surrounded by dumpsters behind Henry's Majestic. Once you enter that easy-to-miss door, you'll find a two-story hangout with dark wooden bars, hanging lamps, and patent expertly crafted drinks. The bar initially started with no menu. You can still chat up the bartender for a bespoke tipple, but now you can also order from a boozy lineup organized by category. First come, first serve. No reservations. Cool. That sounds like a very sketchy spot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Alleyway surrounded by dumpsters. <laughs> um, next one on the list is Bodega Speakeasy in Fort Worth. Hmm. Huh. Okay. This one says it's right next to Love Field also. <laughs> okay. Not Fort Worth. Not Sweet. Fort Worth. Sweet. 
Um, <laughs> apparently, it's self-built as Fort Worth's worst-kept secret. There's still something secretive about entering a bar through an unmarked convenience store refrigerator door. Once you get inside the unexpectedly large space, bask in the red glow of the neon Wonderlust sign while partaking in signature cocktails. This one is first come, first serve seating. Do you think these places have multiple locations? They just forget to mark the other one? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to like quickly yeah. Google search, but it's not really working out for All me. All good. We got two more here, dear. Finish off. The next one is La Viuda Negra. This is in the Henderson area. Yes, this is also on the east side of 75 near Bennett Avenue. Okay. Uh, Bennett Avenue, Carroll Avenue in between those two streets. Sweet. Don't Sorry, it fits you, Avenue. Oh, yeah, you're good. Don't let the wedding dress in the window here fool you. Instead, follow the clues. The shiny, black, faceless mannequin in the window looms like a specter or maybe a black widow. Located next door to sister establishment El Come Taco. Oh, this nice. agave-centric bar highlights lesser-known spirits from small produced mezcals to sotol and bacanora. Cocktails are nicely balanced and often served in whimsical glassware. But you can also sip on those spirits straight if that's more your vibe. First come, first served. Nice. That Soltol is that place, that distillery we went to in Austin. That's right. Yes. That's pretty good stuff. Yes, it is. Great. Last one on the list appears to be in Fort Worth. Um, Thompson's Bookstore. Hey, we're finally in Fort Worth. There we, there go. we go. Finally. This one looks really cool and actually looks really old school. This is near Throckmorton Street and Houston Street. Okay. In between those two. And uh, the cross street is 8th Street. Okay. It's boasting a vibe that is equal parts mysterious library and whispered about underground lair. Thompson's Bookstore, located in the historic Vibic building in downtown Fort Worth, is a two-story ode to good drinks. Upstairs, you'll find a perfectly lovely bar. Within that bar lies a bookcase that's really... A door and said door leads you down to an underground speakeasy, complete with classic cocktails, creative originals, and a solid whiskey selection. First come, first serve seating. No reservations. Nice. Sweet. Man, there is your guide to all the speakeasies and secret bars in Seriously. the DFW area. And some pretty cool spots. Yeah. Some of those look pretty nice from the pictures I know. that were posted. For sure. I'm definitely going to have to try some of those, especially since our, almost all of them are right. in downtown Duvalum area. Yeah, right. You're like <laughs> in the radius, a two-mile radius of like half of them. Yeah. That's downtown cool. Dallas is dry. That's why. Got to find a speakeasy to drink. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you can find some of these speakeasies if you want and get yourself a drink there. Or you can come to Crossbar, get yourself a drink here. Yeah. You don't need a passcode. You don't need anything. No. Nope. You can just come here and grab a drink. Or you can grab a drink at maybe, let's say, a Studio Movie Grill or an Alamo Draft House. And while you're grabbing that drink, you might want to watch this new Indiana Jones movie that's Ooh. coming out. I like it. My boy Harrison Ford, he said, age does not matter. It's not going to stop me from acting. Dude, that's crazy. This dude is back again as uh, homeboy indiana jones that's wild um ford announced his return to the movie franchise back in june during the disney d23 expo 
uh, Steven Spielberg. He will be producing the film. Uh, I'm happy for him. I really am. But maybe you should just take it easy, you know. <laughs> You've done so much already. You think you just kind of want to sit back and relax on and enjoy your time. Dude, he's 80. Yeah. He's uh, he's up there. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how he's going to be running and jumping and uh, whipping everybody <laughs> with his rope. <laughs> right. But uh, he's going to somehow do it. And I think a lot of that has to do with the help of technology. Uh, digital technology will allow him to look younger. Mm. Kind of not to be rude, but kind of need it. Yeah. Um, and Disney does not have... Um, or we've kind of seen like how Disney has used some of this advanced technology with Star Wars, with Mandalorian. Have you ever seen some of the behind the scenes stuff on Mandalorian and how they shoot it? Uh-uh. Like they shoot it in this big studio warehouse and it's only basically like a curved TV and that's it. And everything else in the background is computer generated. Oh, wow. And so they're never really out in the desert, it, but it looks like it from it this does. technology that they have. That's crazy. Yeah, it is very crazy. Um, so, hey, you know, Disney's finding a lot of ways to make inter- uh, movies a lot more interesting and a lot more, um, I guess, beautiful in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what they do with Indiana Jones. Like I said, he's 80 years old. Kind of hard to dodge rolling stones as they're coming at you when you're trying to steal a golden statue but we'll see what he can do it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see harrison ford as indiana jones i believe this is the last one i believe he's finally done after this but we'll uh, see i would assume but we'll i see. said that about the last one is he is harrison ford more known as indiana jones or han solo that's a really good question mm. that is a really good question full of them huh full of them Good questions. You are very much full of very good <laughs> questions, yes. Um, I would say right now he's probably more known as Han Solo. Yeah. Because of the one that he was in recently with Kylo Ren and yeah. Carrie Fisher. Happy for him. He's still trucking along. And he's about to star in 1932. That spinoff from Yellowstone. Oh, really? Yep. Election season is upon us. It is. Whether that brings you great joys or stress or fear, fear or all <laughs> the above, let us know that we're just here to um, keep keep us all informed, us included, exactly uh, about what is happening, where we're going, where we're moving, or where we're not potentially. Regardless, we're just gonna run through some stuff, some basics here, some dates, um, and yeah, let us be clear, we're not gonna tell you who to vote for. We don't even know who we're voting for yet. Or at least I don't. <laughs> I don't even know who's running. <laughs> so, um, not that y'all even really care about our opinion, but without you having to do your research, we're here to help keep you informed. Right? Exactly. Right. So, some key dates for the 2022 Texas midterms. Um, October 11th passed. It was the last day to register to vote. So, if you're not registered already. Whoops. Whoopsie. Um, but if you voted in any of the previous elections and you're probably already registered to vote, so exactly more than likely on the, you're in the clear October 24th. Um, it's when early voting begins Mm -hmm. and I believe you can vote every day of the week, right? I think they run, I think the polls run it seven days a week, 
Like um, seven to seven or something like that. They may yeah, be close I don't on know Sunday. if they would do weekends, but yeah, maybe they do. I feel like I remember going on a Saturday in the past, but I may be wrong. Anyway, um, early voting starts October twenty fourth. Um, and for counties to receive mail-in ballot requests, you have until October 28th to get those in. And then the actual election day is November 8th, Tuesday, November 8th Mm. on election day. The big day. Texas. You also have until November 4th to, uh, November 4th is the last day to early vote. Okay. So So. October 24th to November 4th is early voting. Yep. Got it. Cool. Good to know. To be on the lookout for that. Yep. Um, you're going to be voting for, if you do go out and vote, uh, you're going to be voting for governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, comptroller, Dallas, or uh, Dallas, land commissioner, and agriculture commissioner. And all of them serve four-year terms. So it's about time for them to give up their seats if they are giving up their seats. All right. A redrawing of the political districts due to the 2020 census means that all the U.S. representatives, state senators, state representatives, and members of state board ed- board of education are also up for election as well. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And some Texas communities will also hold elections for city council and school board offices and local bonds and propositions like, should we build this $8 million high school with your tax money? Be on yeah. the lookout, people. Right. Be on yeah. the lookout. For sure. Um, but yeah, like we said, we're not going to tell you who to vote for. We're not really going to tell you anything about the candidates because you should do your own research and figure out who you want to vote for based on what you believe in. There you go. However, we will give you some of what is going on. If I can find it and I can't because this link has so many different things. Okay. So like I said, you've got governor. You've got uh, Greg Abbott, Beto O'Rourke, Mark Tippett, and Delilah uh, Barrios. All right. Attorney General, you have Ken Paxton, Rochelle Garza, Mark Ash, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, Mike Collier, and uh, Shana Steele. Comptroller and Railroad Commissioner, all those. There's a lot of people who are up for elections, so just be on the lookout again. Um, do your own research and make sure you keep those dates in mind. Yep, absolutely. Early voting and when the actual elections are November 8th. November 8th. Yes. Go out and vote. Your vote counts. A lot of people think that it takes the uh, the federal level for things to change, but really a lot of that change comes from your local elections. Yep, so absolutely. Pay attention to some of that stuff. Go Texas. Go, te- go Texas. Yeah, we were <laughs> trying to be as non-biased as possible. Go Texas. <laughs> Um, all right. So time for some Suggs and Rex. Yeah. You, uh, what'd you bring to the table? I got another song, man. Oh, okay. I love recommending some of that good, good music. Hey, some of that good, good. You ever heard of an EDM group named Jungle? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. First off, they jam, dude. I mean, it makes you want to get up and dance. Yeah. To this electronic music and CDM, right? Yeah. Uh, this particular (laughs) song... It's called <laughs> it's <idiot. laughs> Keep Moving. It is a jam that I can listen to in the car, listen to 
uh, while working out, man, it gets you moving. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend the the group overall. Jungle. Um, they come out with a lot of unique ways to really just compile musical instruments that you don't typically hear mm-hmm. electronically and form it into beats, man. And it sounds lovely. So check them out. Keep moving by Jungle. Keep it short and sweet. Nice. Um, I actually haven't really been listening to music lately. Yeah. I haven't really been listening to podcasts either. But what I have been doing is listening to audiobooks. Audiobooks are a game changer. Uh, I actually should recommend. Uh, I'm going to do two recommendations here. Number one is an app called Libby. L-I-B-B-Y. Okay. Libby is... Basically what I'm trying to say is don't pay for Audible. You have Libby. Because if you have a library card for wherever you're at, wherever you live, you can put that into Libby. And because of that, you can check out audiobooks mm. that are already on Audible. Oh, nice. But you're getting it for free because yeah. it's at the public library. Oh, and uh, be on the lookout too. Someone gave me a little hack. You can sign up for libraries in, for a library card in different states and different cities um just depending on what their uh kind of like rules are um i think houston for instance you can ha- add the houston library to your libby account and that all you need is a texas residence mailing address so you don't even have to live in houston oh wow so that's awesome man that basically just allows you to rent books that may be taken out in the library that you normally go to so gotcha I would go to Dallas Public Library if they had an audiobook or a book that isn't necessarily available right now because someone else has it. I can go to the Houston Library and see if they have it available. Yep. All that being said, like I said, don't use Audible. Use Libby. You can get free audiobooks there. I've been listening to audiobooks. Um, there was a book that I hadn't finished yet, so I wanted to finish that. And I was like, well, why not listen to it on my way home, on my way to work, while I'm cleaning, doing anything like that? And it is Sleeping Giants. It's a sci-fi book. You have to understand that this flies in the face of everything we know about American civilizations. The oldest civilization we're aware of was located in the Norte Chico region of Peru. And the hand appeared to be about a thousand years older. Really awesome. It's about aliens and robots. And who doesn't like 25 (laughs) feet alien robots coming to invade Earth? I mean, come on. Right? Um, and, uh, it's a, it's a trilogy. So I'm, uh, reading, or I guess listening to the second book, Waking Gods. Really good book overall. Definitely, uh, recommend. And like I said, Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. It's an app. You can read eBooks. You can get audiobooks. all the good stuff. Nice. Crucial info, Excuse Martin. Me. Appreciate that. Yeah. I found that hack on Instagram and then I mentioned it to a group of friends and someone else was like, oh, I have Libby. And I, they showed me their like profile and they had like eight different public libraries, like one in Maryland, like three in Texas. I'm like, how'd you get the one in Maryland? I'm so confused. (laughs) Um, But yeah, definitely check them out. Nice. I will. That's cool. Yo, you know that zoo themed McDonald's across the street from the Dallas Zoo? Um, who who wouldn't? They're getting a facelift. No way. No more zoo-themed McDonald's restaurant. No more zoo-themed? Nope. They're giving it a little modern-day twist to their restaurants, like you've seen mm. around. No more zoo-themed restaurant across the street from Dallas Zoo. 
Our childhood is disappearing. Yep, right before our eyes.